Welcome to the Simple Faith Podcast, exploring authentic Christianity for normal people. My name is Dave Betts, and together with my wife, Sherea, we're going to explore all the things that make our faith what it is. From looking at the big picture of the Bible to exploring the tough questions that might be getting in the way of your relationship with God. We're not going to use unnecessarily churchy language, and we're not pretending that we have all the answers. And the best bit, we'll never take more than 30 minutes of your time each week. We want to keep it simple and hopefully have some fun along the way. Thanks for joining us. This week, we asked the question, what is theology and why is it important? Hello and welcome back to the Simple Faith Podcast. Can you believe that we are on episode number 23, which means that we are almost six months into this podcast. That is a crazy, crazy thing. Can you believe that we're already that far through? No, I honestly can't believe it. It feels like that time has just flown by. And yet thinking back to like six months ago, life was very different. We'd like pretty much just got off a plane and landed in back in Canada. Yeah, there was a lot of changes going on at that time. We had just made it to Canada. We had just started this podcast. We didn't know that we would be having a baby. And now we are six months on and everything is different. But we are loving this podcast. Thank you so much for listening in, for tuning in. Uh, We so appreciate it. We so appreciate your feedback as well. So thank you for that. Uh, Today, we are going to talk about theology. Now, it's one of our words in our series, uh, churchy words for normal people. And we believe this is a really important word that often gets overlooked. You know, people talk about theology casually, but but what does it mean? And why is it such an important word to understand? Well, let's talk about that today. Let, firstly, let's let's define the word theology. My professor at college, well, in fact, Sheree, your professor as well, Trevor Kiriaka, he said this, he said that Christian theology is the church's attempt to answer questions about God and his relationship to the world. So if you wanted to put that like really simply, you could probably say that theology is the study of God, kind of like, you know, biology is the study of living things and, you know, other ologies. But today we're focusing on Christian theology, which is all based in the Bible. Yeah, Sheree, that's really good. We're talking about a really deep topic. Christian theology is vast and there are so many things we can cover here. So our purpose isn't to try and show off using smart words or prove how intellectual we are or sound like a seminary lecturer or anything like that. Our, our purpose today is to help uh, you to gain a basic understanding of what this word means in the, the church world. You know, there are all sorts of strands of theology that you'll come across, and some of them will make you cringe with the needless, complicated words that you'll find. Things like historical theology, biblical theology, systematic theology, or maybe you'll hear words like apologetics or hermeneutics or exegesis or ethics, or maybe practical theology or philosophical theology or uh, theology proper, Christology, ecclesiology, soteriology, pneumatology, hermatiology, anthropology, bibliology, and there's probably more as well that I can't even think of off the top of my head. Now, there are a lot of words there. Yeah, that is a lot of words. And I'll be honest, I don't know what most of those words mean. But I think going through these and talking about it is a good reminder that there's just this never-ending amount of things that we can learn about God, who He is, and how knowing Him affects our lives. Yeah, exactly. I want to be clear as well. It takes a lifetime to study all of this stuff. And even then, 
it's hard to plumb the depths of the richness of God and his word. You know, truthfully, after three years of full-time study, you know, where it's my job essentially to study the Bible, I feel like I'm barely getting started. And I know, Sharia, you feel the same after two years. Yeah, definitely. The point is this, understanding God is a really long journey. But it is so, so worth it. Yes, it's so worth it. Stick with it. Um, let me paint a picture for you. If if you were sick and you went to the, your doctor and your doctor said, well, yeah, I've never really studied medicine like in tons of depth. You know, I, I open to random parts of my textbook every now and then. And, you know, I, I pretty much know everything I need to know. Would you be confident in them? Well, no, you wouldn't. Why? Because it takes years and years of training to become a doctor. You have to know your stuff. But for some reason, when it comes to God, you know, who is like, but for some reason, when it comes to God, you know, and all-powerful, all-knowing, incomprehensible being outside of time who created the universe and holds it together. And, you know, that God who knows our thoughts and will and mind and all that stuff, we, we somehow think it's okay just to read a little bit, a bit about him here and there. And that's just not the case. Now, let me be clear about something. That doesn't mean that you have to go to Bible school to know God well. It's helpful, but it's not essential. But this is important. We're really missing out if we, if we don't strive if we don't chase after learning more about who God is, you know, although all those words earlier, let's be honest, they sound a bit ridiculous. They're really important aspects of understanding who God is. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And like Dave said, you don't have to be a full on theologian in order to have a really great relationship with God. But I think when we understand the gospel and what Jesus did for us, like on the cross in order to give us new life, we're going to have this natural desire to get to know God more because of how he impacts us and what he's given us. And who doesn't want to learn more about someone who created the entire universe and everything in it? Exactly. So in the next section, we're going to talk about why we need to study theology. I know we've touched on it, but let's look at it in a bit more detail. Why study theology? We know what it is, but why take the time to, to learn more about it? Well, we want to give you a few reasons now. One of the reasons we study theology is because it's, it's a way to get to know God better. You know, God is huge and vast and incomprehensible. We talked about that. But, you know, the more we know God, the harder it is. I'm convinced this is true. The harder it is to do anything but worship him. The more we know God, the more we want to be like him, the more we trust him, the more we want to follow him, the more we trust his word. The list goes on. You know, we want to get to know God better. But there's also something else that's really important as well. Have you ever heard of a word called heresy? Heresies are really dangerous. Heresies are teachings that are anti-biblical or that like clearly go against what the Bible teaches you know, there's one heresy, for example, it's called the prosperity gospel. And that prosperity gospel teaches that if you only have enough faith, then you will definitely be healed. Well, that's not what the Bible teaches. It's not what the Bible teaches. It might, it, the same prosperity gospel says, if you only have enough faith, you'll be a millionaire. You have everything you want. But that's not what the Bible teaches either. 
It's just not. There is no way around it. That is a heresy. It's a lie, and it can get people into lots of trouble. You know, think about in, in about Africa. There's places in Africa where people are struggling to pinch their final pennies together, and yet someone, a prosperity gospel preacher, will come and say, if you just give me all your money, then you will be rich. You have everything you need. And so these people give up what little money they have and find that actually the pastor was was not speaking the truth. He was not teaching something that was biblically true. And so they don't get rich. Now that is abhorrent. That is evil. And there are lots of heresies. And we don't need to talk about those today. But one of the reasons we study theology is to make sure we see the world as God intends us to see it. But there's other reasons as well. Why else should we study theology, Sharia? Another reason is for evangelism. So if you want to be telling other people about God, then you need to know who God is. And that goes for me and, and for Dave. So yeah, for telling people about God, we want to know God better. Uh, and I think another thing too is it also grounds our emotions in truth. So God gave us emotions and those are good things, but I think we need to recognize that our emotions do not always lead us to things that are good or even true. We all know that, but sometimes it's hard to, to remember that. Our emotions are always changing and shifting, but God doesn't change. And Jesus said that if we live our lives based on his word, it's like building your life on solid rock. And so it's going to be that solid foundation when we live our lives based in scripture and in who God is. Yes, yeah, that's so good. You know, I think of the, the song Cornerstone, when we talk about building our life on solid rock, you know, and, and that, that lyric in the chorus says, Christ alone, cornerstone. What he's saying is everything is built on Jesus. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. That's the lyric of the first verse. That is good theology because everything is built on Jesus because God doesn't change. I, I think that's brilliant. So what are some of the things that we look at in theology? I want to tell you now it's broad. So I'm going to talk to you about what I think is vital. Everyone maybe has different preferences. Of course, the gospel is uh, the most important thing, but there's such a vast array of things and some people get hung up on certain things and some people get hung up on other things. So let's talk about that. I think firstly, one of the things that's key is being able to defend our faith. Uh, we call this apologetics and we'll talk about that in a later episode. But being able to defend your, your faith is really important, logically and philosophically. One of the beautiful things about the Christian faith is it stands up to the most intense scrutiny. And I found that the more I try and scrutinize the Bible, the more convinced I am of God. And I love that. But the other big reason is to understand what it is the Bible actually teaches and maybe just as importantly, what it what it doesn't teach. So there's a whole range of things. So questions like, who is Jesus? You know, how do we know that Jesus is both fully man and fully God? And well, what does that mean? What does it mean when we talk about the Trinity? Is the Holy Spirit still at work today? That's a hotly contested issue. What does the Bible teach about angels? What is the character of God? What does the Bible teach about sin? What does it teach about creation or, you know, evolution? That was a huge one for me as a non-believer. Where does evolution fit into the Bible? What about dinosaurs? What about uh, women, feminism, homosexuality? What happens when we die? What happens when people who don't know Jesus die? What will happen when Jesus returns? How do we live our lives well? What is the meaning of baptism? What's the point of communion, why do we sing in church? All of these are theological questions. They're helping us to understand uh, what the Bible teaches and helping us to understand the character of God. 
Uh, what about this? Is the Bible the literal word of God or has it been revised over thousands of years? You might remember when we did our um, three-part series on the church and LGBT, we actually had to spend some time talking about how we could trust the Bible because that's a really vital issue. Who's the devil? How powerful is Satan? I mean, that list is huge, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's really important to think about these things. And that list honestly could go on and on and on. And yeah, like I said, it's important to think about these things, especially if you want to tell other people about who God is. But we're not always going to know all the answers. And I think that's that's okay. It's, a, it's important to tell people if you don't know the answer. I think being honest about not knowing is better than pretending that you do. And sometimes we do that as Christians. Yeah, absolutely. In the next section, we're going to give you some advice or at least talk about some of our experiences about how to learn more about theology. Okay, so we have talked about what theology is and why it's really important, but how do we go about learning more about theology? Yeah, that is the million dollar question. Now, the obvious answer is to go to a Bible school or a seminary. Of course, that's really helpful because you're going to be studying full time. And what is better than studying the Bible full time to, to know theology? Of course, that's really good. But there's a reality. Not everyone is going to have the opportunity or the finances to be able to go to Bible school as well as pursuing their career or their chosen vocation or their call, called vocation. And that's okay. I want you to hear that. It's okay. You don't need to go to Bible school to know more about God. In fact, one of the, the most theologically astute um, smart, intelligent people I know has never stepped foot inside a Bible school. And yet he just uh, has an incredible knowledge and that's okay. So here are some things to do, assuming you're not going to be going to Bible school. Firstly, ask your leaders tough questions. Now don't be a jerk about it, <laughs> but ask them hard questions. It's a really good thing. Uh, my closest friend, he often asks me really tough questions and it's really helpful. But here's what you do when you ask those questions. You only accept answers that you can see clearly from the Bible. Um, and it's the same when you hear anything that we say, only accept it if you can see it in the Bible. If you don't see it in the Bible, just dismiss it. Don't accept it as true. Uh, don't expect perfect answers right away. Sharia said this earlier as well. It's okay to say that you don't know. We've talked about how vast theology is. It is impossible to know everything there is to know about practical ministry, and about every facet of theology. I had someone asking me the other day about the numbers in Daniel. And the truth is, I have no idea, buddy. Like, no idea. Because it's not an area that I've studied in depth. I, I, I know broadly where to look for the answers. But, you know, you want to ask me about an overview of the Bible. Yeah, I can do that. If you want to talk a bit more about First Peter or Ezra. Yeah, I'm doing pretty well with those books at the moment. But talk to me about the numbers in Daniel. Pfft. I don't know. And that's okay. That doesn't mean that you're not a good Christian. So just be lenient with people. So ask your leaders tough questions and only accept answers you clearly see from the Bible. Take courses or listen to podcasts. There are so many good podcasts and courses out there and you're already taking that step because you're listening to this one. So thank you for doing that. But consider listening to something like The Bible Project or go to somewhere like The Gospel Coalition or Think Theology. They have a great website of some of this stuff and it might be a little bit intense, but it might be really helpful. Read uh, systematic theology books. Now, systematic theology is kind of the practice of looking at specific topics 
and really looking at what the whole Bible says about a particular topic. And these books are often gigantic. So the one that everyone has to read, the classic in our Bible school was Wayne Grudem's Systematic Theology. Now, I highly recommend it, but when you see it, you might freak out because it's huge. Here's the thing. You're not expected to read it from cover to cover. It's, it's a book that you can dip in and out of and get to know, take time with, and don't let that take uh, more time than your Bible reading. But recognize that it takes time and it takes diligence and it takes practice to understand theology, to grow in our understanding of theology, and, and therefore to build our relationship with God. I think another really great way to to learn more about theology is to just get to know Jesus. Um, John 14, 7, it says, and this is Jesus speaking, it says, if you really know me, you will know the Father as well. From now on, you do know him and you've seen him. So when you read about Jesus and everything he did and he said, you're getting this perfect picture of who God is. And we have this incredible opportunity to hear from and see God directly through Jesus. And I think sometimes it's easy to forget that. So if you don't know where to start, maybe just start by reading one of the first four books of the New Testaments. Read about Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Start with Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Those are really helpful places to start to get to know Jesus. You know, he's our cornerstone. And so to get to know him is really crucial. But, the, you know, there are some things that we need to watch out for as well when it comes to learning about theology. Uh, firstly, don't become a know-it-all. Now, it sounds really obvious, but this is really uh, an easy trap to fall into, especially if you go to Bible school. I've seen it so many times and I've been guilty of it as well, where you, you have three years of full-time Bible study and then you think you know everything there is to know about the Bible. And the truth is we just don't. We just don't. And that's okay. Next, recognize what are crucial issues and what are not crucial issues. So I like to call them black and white uh, or gray areas. So for example, a black and white issue for me would be the gospel. You know, the fact that Jesus died and rose again and uh, ascended to the right hand of the Father, that is a non-negotiable. If anyone suggests that that's not the case, well, I'm sorry, but we're going to have to disagree there because that's a problem. But a gray area would be the end times, when Jesus returns, when uh, the world is brought to judgment. What does that look like? Well, it is hard to know because it's hard to interpret exactly what the Bible is saying uh, literally, it's hard. And so it's okay to have different opinions on those things. And there's tons of those issues as well. Tons of those issues that are black and white and tons, tons of those issues that are gray. And that's, that's okay. So don't be a know-it-all and recognize the black and white areas and the gray areas. Also be open to being wrong. <laughs> this is a really big deal as well. You know, we get so entrenched in our beliefs, in our traditions, in our understanding of things that we refuse to see things from a different perspective. And that's something we have to be so careful of. The only thing that we need to cling to is the Bible. You know, if the Bible teaches it, be open to being, being wrong about what you think. If the Bible doesn't teach it, well, then you can be fairly stubborn on that because it's what the Bible teaches that comes first. And, and finally, uh, something I want to mention as well is just don't let your faith be a, an intellectual pursuit. And this is so hard, you know, especially again, if you go to Bible school, I remember um, I, I went up to my dorm room. I used to share a dorm room with four people at Bible school and amazing people. I love them. And I'm really actually looking forward to seeing some of them very soon in the next month when we go and visit our old Bible school. But I remember going upstairs to my dorm room and there, there was this heated debate going on. 
So I walk in, I'm tired because I've been studying all day. I say, what's, what's going on here? And they're like, oh, well, you know, we're just having a debate over Calvinism and Arminianism. And I was like, guys, it's 10 o'clock at night. I just want to chill, chill out guys. It's okay. It's okay to study these things, but don't let it just become about your head knowledge. And it wasn't that way with these guys. They loved Jesus, but it was one of those examples for me where it was like, hang on, I don't want my faith to be just this intellectual pursuit. You know, we can be, we talked about this earlier, we can be really confident that our faith can stand up to any intellectual challenges. I'm so confident of that. But ultimately it's not about our intellectual understanding of God. It's about our relationship with God. It's about our relationship with Jesus. It's about the Holy Spirit working in us and helping us to be more like Jesus in all that we say and do. Yeah, I think you see you see that kind of like making it an intellectual pursuit in the Bible, in the, the Pharisees. And that was just so harshly condemned by Jesus and we don't want to become that. So that's really important. Mm-hmm, exactly. So that's our little conversation on theology. Hopefully that's helpful. Um, head to... Uh, simplefaithpodcast.com to find some show notes with some links to some good theology books and some good books that we would recommend if you want to learn more about theology. Also, feel free to ask us questions. We love it when we get questions from you. So uh, send questions our way. If we can help you in any way at all, we absolutely will. It would be our privilege to. So in the next section, we're going to play a game. So this week we are playing a game. We are focusing on all the ologies in the world and we're going to do a quiz to see if we can figure out what these fields of studies are. Now I need to tell you that we attempted this, but Sheree couldn't actually pronounce any of the words. They're really, really <laughs> hard words. I don't know any of them. So we've, we've reversed it and we're going to see if I can do any better. There's no guarantees. We'll give it a go. So question Number one, which I'm thinking, Shreya, you'll probably get right now since we're on take number two. I don't think I can remember. The study of therapeutics is called what? Now, do you know this at home? If you do, well done. You're a genius. Yeah, because we don't know. A, adiology. B, agonomy. C, aerodynetics. Or D, aseology. That's the study of therapeutics. I guess B. Well, you know it's D because we did it in the last take. I didn't know that. I forgot. (laughs) So we're going to move on. (laughs) D, aseology. The study of sound is called what? This is as far as we got, by the way. Um, A, soundics. B, vibronomy. C, acoustonomy. Or D, acoustics. Uh, The study of sound. B, what was that one? Vibronomy. Yeah, that one. I think it's D, acoustics. For you, the answer. Answer D. There's no explanation, but that's okay. (laughs) Okay, next. The study of the atmosphere is called A, aerology, B, meteorology, C, antonology, or D, egostics. The study of the atmosphere. D, egostics? Egostics. I'm going to go with B, meteorology. It's A. It's aerology. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, let's do two more. Okay. Uh, What is the study of truth called? The study of truth. Is it A, aletheology, aletheology, let's call it aletheology. Study of truth. B, atmology, (laughs) C, truthology, or C, sethology. (laughs) Sethology. (laughs) 
course. I think it's A. No, I actually think it's A too, but... Alatheology. And it is. Great. Good. We're doing well. Boom. I think we might get this one as well. The study of the heart is called A. Heartology. <laughs> B. Catoustics. <laughs> C. Cardonomy. Or D. Cardiology. Cardiology. That's my guess. I agree. Now... If you're playing at home, this is an intense moment. Will you get it right? Do you think it's A, heartology, B, catoustics, C, cardonomy, or D, cardiology? Is that your final answer? Do you want to call a friend? A lot Ask rides the on these quizzes. 50-50? The answer is D, cardiology. And now we know. <laughs> Another pointless quiz for you on the Simple Faith podcast. Yep. Uh, we hope you found this conversation about a churchy word for normal people. That's theology. Uh, we hope you found it helpful. Uh, if you have, let us know. Uh, if you'd like to know about any other churchy words for normal people, let us know. Um, you can find us on simplefaithpodcast.com for show notes and book recommendations. And you can also find us at Simple Faith Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We would love to connect with you. We're also on YouTube. I don't know if you know that, but it's, 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 it's there. It's there. It is. So that's it from us for this week for episode number 23 as we approach our six-month mark. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and we will speak to you very soon. Bye.